0: You are Locked On Dynasty Football, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Here are your hosts, Marcus Mosher and Kate Madjuke. Dynasty Football Podcast. As always, I am your host, Kate Madjuke, and you can follow me on Twitter at FFBallBlast. I'm always joined by my good friend, Marcus Mosher. You can follow him at Marcus underscore Mosher. Welcome into the show, Marcus. How was your weekend?
1: It was fantastic, Kate. Uh, still, I mean, no football, no combine. This is normally the week of the NFL combine, but I was able to make a trade this uh, this weekend. So that that made it feel kind of fun. So I think we're going to talk about that in just a second.
0: We are. So we're going to talk about your trade. I think what we are going to do, we are talking about what could we do to get ourselves through this long hiatus <laughs> with football and one of the things we talked about was the the trade of the day, Marcus. You had texted me this weekend about a a trade that you had gotten done. So I, I want to talk about that trade today. But everybody, please send us your trades over at Locked On Dynasty. We'll pick a trade every day uh, to talk about and break it down, give you the skinny on who was the winner, who is was I, I don't like using the word loser, who was. Uh, taken advantage of I, sure. I don't know what word to use outside a loser but uh who was who's uh, on the wrong end of that deal there you
1: go yes that's there a perfect way to phrase it yes
0: <laughs> so we'll talk about your trade we'll talk about free agent quarterbacks and then of course we're going to continue our rookie series with Kadarius Tony wide receiver out of Florida so uh let's let's dive in I want you to lead us in with your trade let's hear it
1: Yeah, so um, I have the pick 104 in a rookie draft coming up, but I really needed to upgrade my wide receiver core. Uh, I just needed to improve my depth and all that kind of stuff. So this is a super flex league. It's a two tight end league. Uh, So a a lot of spots. And I was offered uh, pick 111 and chase Claypool for the 104 spot. And after texting you and a couple other of our trusty colleagues, uh, you guys advised me to go in. I was able to to sneak out an extra 2022 second round pick. So all in all, uh, Claypool uh, 111 and a or 2022 second round pick. And here was really the the thought process behind the pick, Kate. I've got a feeling in this league that Naja Harris and Travis Etienne and Kyle Pitts are going to be the first three selections. So at 104, you're either looking at you know probably the top receiver in the class, uh, one of the quarterbacks and no tight end. So at that point, you're taking a pretty big risk. Uh, you know, at 104, that's you're hoping Jamar Chase has a Chase Claypool like rookie season. And for that reason alone, I think I decided to go ahead and pull the trigger. And then at 111, maybe hoping one of the quarterbacks falls to me, maybe I try to move up a, a little bit, but. Overall, what were your thoughts on this move?
0: I love, love, love this move. We've talked about the fact that I love Chase Claypool as a prospect before. Chase Claypool is uh, what I think you would hope to get at, you know, a one eleven pick. So you get not only Chase Claypool, you get uh, an additional first-round pick. I know you gave away that early first-rounder, which if you could have had Kyle Pitts there, uh, would have hurt, but I don't think he would have fallen to you.
1: No, and at... actually, what's funny is I talked to the today. I talked to the owner that owns two hundred three and two hundred four, or excuse me, two hundred two and two hundred three, and he's taking Kyle Pitts with one of those picks, assuming he's there. So I wouldn't have gotten Kyle Pitts early in that draft, and it, that's unfortunate in a two tight end league, But it, it just wouldn't have it wouldn't have worked out that way.
0: It wouldn't have worked out, but you know what? I do love the fact that you walked away with another additional second in the 2022 season but I think for what you're getting out of Claypool you're you're getting a, a ceiling play you're getting a uh, rookie who we really don't know we, we don't know what his his ceiling's going to be in the NFL especially given the fact we don't even know his quarterback situation
1: well, so okay can I ask you this of uh, unknown, as a As of right now, on March 1st, how many wide receivers in this class would you take over Chase Claypool, knowing what we know? I think it's pretty obvious Jamar Chase is one. After that, how many would you pick? Zero. See, and that's kind of where I land. Like, I love Devontae Smith as a Dynasty prospect. I like Jalen Waddle. Maybe not so much for Dynasty. I like Rashad Bateman, but it's just – man, I don't, I don't know. There's just not that many guys that have that height, weight, speed profile that have already scored double-digit touchdowns in the NFL. So that's kind of where I landed on this.
0: And that's that's definitely, so there are a lot of prospects that I really like in this class. Everybody likes this wide receiver class. I, I think uh, you're going to get, even in the second round, you're going to be able to find a capable wide yes. receiver who, who profiles well. But like you mentioned, it's really hard because this just feels like a really small receiver class. You can't find that perfect combination because that's honestly what Chase Claypool is. He's a physical specimen. Mm -hmm. There isn't a a, a player that profiles like Chase Claypool, unless maybe we're talking about Kyle Pitts, honestly. Mm
1: -hmm. There's
0: not a wide receiver that really fits that big body, but, uh, you know, still – massively uh, quick and and able to move the way that he can at his size. We just don't have another receiver like that in this class. So I, I would rather take that physical specimen and then I'm going to add in on top of it and I'm going to pull another, you know, one of these bigger question marks for me, you know, my, maybe the, the question mark is, uh, the size, maybe uh, for for Rondell Moore, you're concerned about injury history. All of these guys seem to have one question mark, at least, uh, yes. maybe outside yes. of Jamar Chase. And, uh, I mean, even Devonta Smith, one of the best wide receivers we've seen play college football in a really long time, won the Heisman Trophy. But even he has size concerns. Yes. Uh, so, I, you know what? Just give me, give me the additional dart throw and give me the, the physical specimen. Plus, I mean, you don't know what that 2022 pick could turn into. I love this trade for you.
1: Well, thank you. Um, The other thing is I was just going to say I love doing these type of trades where you just move down a few spots. In this case, I happen to move down, what, seven spots, which is a fairly significant drop. But I'm picking up a player that I already know what he is in the NFL and still has upside, and I still get to pick a player – at 111, we've seen plenty of times in rookie drafts, the guys that you get at 104 and 111 really aren't all that different. And if you, there's a certain player you're absolutely wanting to target, uh, maybe you can use some additional ammo to, to get up you know, a couple picks higher. But these are my favorite type of trades to make when it comes to using your rookie picks.
0: I love it. And I, I think you had hit on this before. If there's a point where you want to bounce back and, and you know, move up back into those earlier picks in the first round. You can do that with a 111. Uh, it's going to take you some extra, uh, some extra assets there, but it's not an impossible no, way to no. bid your way back up into the earlier bits of the first round. Let's take a quick break. And then I want to jump into some uh, quarterback carousel stuff. Let's talk free agency. We will be right back.
2: The 2020 NFL season might be a wrap, but there's still plenty of betting to be done. There's only one place that has you covered and one place that we trust, betonline.ag. Sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag and use the promo code LOCKEDON for a 50% welcome bonus. There you can bet on all kinds of sports, including football, basketball, baseball, golf, hockey, MMA, soccer, tennis. The options are limitless. Whether you're looking to bet live game lines, player prop bets, or team futures, BetOnline.ag has it all. Don't waste another minute and go check out BetOnline.ag and do not forget to use our promo code LOCKEDON so you can get your 50% welcome bonus and you can roll in the cash alongside with us. Again, that's BetOnline.ag, promo code LOCKEDON.
0: Welcome back into the show, guys. We just wrapped up our discussion on the trade of the day don't forget to add us at locked on dynasty on twitter so we can get your trades of the day and we will break them down just like we did for good old Marcus's.
1: Hmm.
0: which i still I, I love the trade i'm obsessed with the trade i want to do that trade uh, <laughs> i'm i'm very proud of you but let's let's talk uh free agency so we've got what about uh, 17 days until we officially yeah, close Free agency that is just about two weeks away. We're going to have uh, some big moves, I think. So let's just let's let's dive into the quarterback carousel for the twenty twenty one season. We've already heard about the trade rumors. Let's not. We don't even need to discuss the trades, right? No, because we've we've speculated. We've done lots of uh, lots of interesting work on those trades. Let's talk with a, a about a technical a free agent. Let's talk about Dak Prescott. Is he uh, 100% certain in your mind going to uh, re-sign a long-term deal with the Cowboys?
1: No, I'm – Every day that goes by, I'm becoming less and less confident that he does sign a long-term deal with the Cowboys. Now, he will be a Dallas Cowboy in 2021, whether you know it's a franchise tag or a long-term deal. But I do think, Kate, the further this goes on, it's the more likely that he doesn't end up in Dallas. Um, and frankly, that would concern me a little bit of I'm a dynasty owner of Dak Prescott because I believe as we stand right now, The Cowboys are the perfect situation for him to be a top five, top six six dynasty asset at quarterback. When you look at the offensive line, the receivers, the head coach, the play caller, I'm hoping if if I own Dak in a dynasty league that he stays in Dallas. But I am starting to get a little bit concerned that this might be his last year with the Cowboys.
0: I really hate that. You're right. I think what Dak Prescott has carved out for himself with the Dallas Cowboys has just been – it, it just seems like this match made on heaven, so it would be very uh, it it would hurt my soul a little bit to, to think about the fact that he could be moving on because it, it, part of that is not just what he's leaving behind with the Dallas Cowboys. It's where would he go that he would see that sort of situation and and you'd be happy about it. I can't I can't there's think of one. a ton of places. Uh, tell me
1: there's one. I, I think. The 49ers are the one situation where I could see him going and being absolutely phenomenal, right? You put him in that Kyle Shanahan offense, which is a lot of play action, a lot of bootlegs. And he's throwing to Brandon Ayuk and Debo Samuel and George Kittle behind a really good offensive line. That's the only situation, Kate, that I could potentially see because I don't think Jimmy Garoppolo is a long-term solution there. If he goes to San Francisco – uh, and is playing with Kyle Shanahan. I think his. Uh, I actually think his value might improve. But that's the only situation that I see that is similar or better for Prescott.
0: All right. I want to know over under for the number of games that Jameis Winston will be starting in the 2021 season. He is a free agent. He signed a one year deal last season with the New Orleans Saints. He's a free agent for the 2021 season. Question marks are hmm. still there. Could he be brought back into the Saints system? Maybe. Uh, we saw last year when there was the opportunity for a backup quarterback to play, they they didn't utilize Jameis Winston. Uh, he was not the backup quarterback. They didn't pay him as though he was the backup quarterback this season. They're giving Taysom Hill a decent chunk of oh, change. Oh, my goodness. So let's talk about that. What in the world do they do? Because I think if I'm putting my money on one of these quarterbacks, I want to see what Jameis Winston can do. I know people are sick of hearing about it, but Jameis Winston got LASIK. I'm obsessed. (laughs) I want to see what he can do with a football uh, in a a relatively – like I'm going to say – Sean Payton uh, is a little annoying at, at times for me. A but little, <laughs> he is he is a better coach than Jameis Winston has worked with in the past. I would love to see what he could do a year plus into that new system, uh, a new offense, a new situation. Just, uh, I I want to see it, but I'm not sure that we're going to. Is there any other offense besides? the new Orleans saints that you could picture Jameis Winston having a starting job. Cause I think that the talent, the draft capital, I think it's all there, but you got to look at the fact that, uh, the 30 for 30 profile isn't looking Hmm. good. (laughs)
1: Uh, the 30 for 30 season is one of my favorites ever in in football. Uh, you know, 5,100 total yards, 33 touchdowns, 30 interceptions, just, just a phenomenal year. Um, I don't know, Kate. I think Chicago is one that makes a little bit of sense, right? If they move on from Trubisky, uh, Jameis could come in there and I think be functional. But in terms of the highest ceiling, yeah, it's the Saints, right? You, you surround, surround them with all those weapons and that offensive line and Sean Payton. Uh, let's let's get Taysom Hill out of there so we don't have to worry about him. But that's easily the, the best situation. I'm just not sure if the Saints are going to do that. I think... I, for some reason I have an idea that Sean Payton wants to see Taysom Hill as a full-time starter and that makes me nervous and there's also this part Kate where Drew Brees hasn't officially retired yet like we're sitting here on March 1st and he's still posting video videos of him working out and there's really been no reports from his side that he wants to be done so is there a chance that Drew Brees comes back. I, I don't know. I I'm starting to get more and more concerned that maybe Jameis Winston won't have a starting job uh, here in 2021 when it's all said and done.
0: Send him to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, <laughs> and I will, I will be a happy camper. I I don't know. I, I can't give up on Jameis Winston. Just, just yet. Somebody please hit me. Uh, Cause I, I can't do it. Mitch Trubisky. Is he hmm. a starter in 2020? 2021. Holy Moses, time
1: plus. Probably just because I think the Bears are going to bring him back because I don't know if they have very many other great choices. They don't pick high enough in the draft to get a top four quarterback. Uh, they don't what have What do the they of...
0: do? They don't – they're not going – are they going to give him a franchise tag?
1: That... What that's – do you do, you're not going to, to... give
0: him a long – Yes, no, that's I... what I'm saying. What do we do?
1: I think they probably franchise tag him. I, I – I... If if I was the Bears, or the better solution here, and we could talk about this guy too, uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick, he's a free agent. Bring him in. I, I'd rather let him be the stopgap and maybe go up and give up a, a bunch of assets for Trey Lance and let Trey Lance sit for a year or two years. I think that's a better situation. It's going to cost you less money in the long term, and frankly, you might be getting a better quarterback situation and quarterback play anyway. So I, I think that makes way more sense than. Franchising Mitchell Trubisky because we already know what he is, Kate. He's a below-average starting quarterback, high-end backup, and I just don't think that's ever going to be enough to to warrant a what thirty-two million-dollar franchise tag.
0: And if he's going to get a new fresh start, if we're going to believe that, you know, maybe, maybe kind of like a Jameis Winston situation, maybe what we saw the first time around isn't truly Mitch Trubisky's ceiling. If that's the case, I think it's going to be with a new offense. I I think the Bears know who he is with the Bears. I believe in second chances. But I I think we're going to have to see what he can do within another system uh, in in order to really uh, realize what he is fully. Because we've seen some flashes. We've seen
1: flashes. I mean, he's had good seasons before. It's not like he's been so bad that you can't play him. It's not like it's been a... Dwayne Haskins level of quarterback, right? That's just, just hasn't he's been, been a game
0: key. manager. He's when he's, he's shown the ability to physically run. Um, I think the shoulder injuries have so, certainly hampered him and uh, held him back a little bit. Cause I do think he's his best self when he's mobile mm-hmm. and uh, he's, he's moving around, getting outside of the pocket, but he's not going to do that when his shoulders uh, actively falling off. So, I think we have to look at uh, some of the situation there, but like, I don't, did anybody draft Mitch Trubisky to be Patrick Mahomes? Cause you didn't, no. you did you took him ahead of Patrick Mahomes. Love to bring that up. <laughs> I just, I think, um, I don't know. I, I feel like he, he could
1: benefit game. from a new situation, right? Like yes. I, I, I would love to see him. I'm going to bring up the 49ers again as the backup for Jimmy Garoppolo for a year, right? Because he has that athleticism. And I think he can make the the passes in the short to intermediate parts of the field. Put him in a Kyle Shanahan system for a year. Let him sit and kind of learn. And and I think I think he could be a fairly solid quarterback at a fairly cheap price if a team wants to do something like that.
0: Uh, is it a hot take for me that I would rather see Mitch Trubisky start over Jimmy Garoppolo?
1: No, because I feel like at, I feel like at this point we know what Garoppolo is, and at least I think Trubisky's got more athleticism. He's shown, despite the shoulder injury, that he can stay healthier than Garoppolo. So, no, I don't think that's a hot take at all.
0: Boom! All right, I just I just broke down everything <laughs> we needed to know about these free agent quarterbacks. Anybody else we should hit on? From this class, I know we mentioned Ryan Fitzpatrick. Uh, I, he's going to be an addition for any team. I think mm-hmm. even if you're looking at uh, not necessarily making him the the future of your franchise, if you've got a young quarterback in your system, if you draft a Trey Lance who does need to, uh, I think it, it, there's no way that Trey Lance starts this year. No. I'm sorry. I know there has been some ridiculous talk on Twitter about him climbing the ranks, over um justin i i can't take justin, the yeah the whole, fields no i don't see you're that. not you're not taking him over justin fields for me um but you know he's certainly he's got to be a guy that you have to be willing to to wait on he hasn't I played agree. football in a year um and the football we saw him play it was a, a small it was not great chance. no it yeah,
1: was you, not great you
0: need, to, you need to give him a lot of time i think but so if you pair ryan fitzpatrick with a young quarterback that you know maybe just needs a little bit more time to develop, learn the offense, um, and, and key on some of those physical attributes at the NFL level. I think that'd be a great fit. Uh, Andy Dalton, backup of the year,
1: maybe. Yeah. I, I've got a question for you, Kate, really quickly before we move on. Which quarterback is most likely to be a day one starter in 2021? Cam Newton, Andy Dalton, or Tyrod Taylor?
0: Good Lord. Oh... Um, <laughs> uh, yes. my guess Cam is
1: Cam Newton. I'm gonna go with Cam Newton with the Washington football team, correct?
0: Ooh, I had... him, oh, I had
1: pair him with Ron Rivera, and maybe, maybe Washington, you know, goes up and gets a quarterback. Maybe they try to, you know, cobble together Cam Newton and Taylor Heineke. Uh, I, I that would be my guess, but I, I would not be surprised if Andy Dalton gets his starting job as well.
0: It's worth noting, so just before we started recording this podcast, there was an alert that said that the Washington football team is planning to part ways with Alex Smith. So I guess we could throw him into this this mix of free agent quarterbacks. Why does it feel like there's a surplus of every single offensive position right now, like a skill position for fantasy football? There's just so many quarterbacks, not enough places to put them all. Uh, But I I could definitely see Cam, especially with that news uh, that – that we might we're not going to see Alex Smith back mm. with the Washington football team. I, I Cam Newton. I it might happen. It might, it might happen. He said he said he's not retiring. Uh maybe this is uh, an allusion to the fact that that he's uh maybe secretly tampering i don't know we're, <laughs> we're gonna get that that open legal tampering period nice and quick let's take one more break and then when we get back i want to talk about pudaria Sony.
2: are you ready to try the best tasting protein bar ever look no further than built bar built bars are soft easy to chew covered in 100 percent chocolate and they are great for the health conscious guy or gal Lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat with a low calorie, low sugar, high protein, and high fiber option with Bilt Bar. They have 18 amazing flavors, including nut and non-nut flavors, and six delicious new flavors, including caramel brownie, cookies and cream, my favorite, cherry barcia, lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, apple almond crisp. They've got a flavor for whatever you might be craving. Right now, Built Bar is offering our listeners 20% off of your next order using promo code LOCKEDON. Go check out BuiltBar.com promo code LOCKEDON for 20% off your next order. Start off this new year right and let's go ahead and get fit together. And what better way to do so than indulging in a delicious and healthy treat? BuiltBar.com promo code LOCKEDON.
0: Welcome back into the show, everybody. We're going to continue on with our rookie profiles today. I want to talk Kadarius Tony, wide receiver coming out of Florida. Uh, played alongside my favorite wide receiver for that team, Kyle Pitts. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I, I feel I feel terrible because I feel like I might be a lot more excited for Kadarius Tony if I didn't spend all of this time God. watching his teammate play. So, Kadarius, I'm sorry. Uh, Kadarius Tony, what, do you, what are your initial thoughts? Kadarius Toney's height and weight, uh, he's tall. He's six foot, but he's a little bit on the smaller side. Uh, 193 pounds is what I have. Is that where you have him?
1: Yeah, 189 is, I think, what he weighed in at the Senior Bowl. So around there. And, Kate, this is a really fascinating receiver because – most Dynasty players like to stay away from the late breakout age guys, right? 21.6 breakout age. He didn't break out until his senior season. Uh, Before before the 2020 season, his best year was 260 receiving yards in 2018. It's important to note, this was a quarterback coming out of high school who never played receiver before, really a dual threat quarterback. And then he gets to Florida, and they have absolutely no idea how to use him. They really use more as like a running back and then he broke out this year with Kyle Trask and Kyle Pitts he is really really fascinating because (laughs) typically these are the type of receivers that I like the guys that have speed that can make plays after the catch can make plays down the field Um, but he's just so unpolished as a route runner Uh, he's pretty raw it just did everything that he does as a receiver Um, he has some injuries concerns He's probably a guy that's going to go late first, early second round in your dynasty drafts, uh, maybe at that pick 111 that I was just talking about. And unfortunately, he's probably going to be somebody that I, I I stay away from just because I, I just don't know what we're getting in the NFL.
0: Curious, Tony. He, he feels like a dart throw. One thing that I really like when watching his tape, I love his hands. Mm-hmm. But you don't know what – what all you're going to be able to do with those hands at the next level. Uh, they definitely used him as uh, sort of like a gadgety type role player. Uh, mm-hmm. they, he's fantastic with the ball after the catch, but you know, in terms of his versatility at the NFL level, I don't know what we're going to get uh, has some, some special teams experience, but never, never really dominated at the level that you want to, to see. Is that an indictment on, you know, maybe the fact that he's in an offense with, uh, like I said, wide receiver one, Kyle Pitts? <laughs> like, did that could that have anything to do with it? Yeah,
1: him? and I think there's also part of it, Trevon Grimes, the outside receiver there at Florida, is a decent prospect as well. Probably going to get drafted in the third round. Um, or, excuse me, th- the third day of the draft. I don't know. I, the, the production doesn't concern me too much because he was – he was really productive this year when he got a chance. You know, he had almost a thousand yards and ten touchdowns. It's just, what is the ceiling here for Tony in the NFL? Because I don't envision him being like a wide receiver one for a team. He's always going to be a complementary player. And if I'm drafting Tony in the first round of my rookie, you know, draft, there's just not a lot of upside here, Kate. So I, I again, I'm probably staying away. Uh, And I'll let somebody else take the chance and dart throw because I just, I don't see the upside.
0: Yeah. He's a guy that definitely, I think uh, his excitement comes from when you look at him, he's not going to be a guy. Correct me if I'm wrong. The analytics crew is not going to be happy about uh, all of curious Tony's uh, measurements, BMI crowd, not going to be happy, but he's fun to watch. He's absolutely electric, but the way that I can sort of see him use like, so he's at least got the height there, but with that smaller frame, um, you know, I, I think he, he does look really good in that gadget role. And that's not a bad role in the NFL, but you, you have to wonder what, is that going to translate to for fantasy football? I don't know.
1: The, the um, hope is that he's like Brandon Cooks early in his career, right, with with the Saints, right? That type of really explosive receiver that's undersized and just makes so many big plays that he's, you know, a, a really solid, solid wide receiver too. Unfortunately, I think, I don't think he has the same long speed as Cooks. And I think, I just don't think we're going to see him average 15, 16, 17 yards per reception in the NFL.
0: Yeah. And I, again, it sort of comes back to size for me. So like I said, my favorite thing about Katarius Tony, I love his hands. I feel like he's really able, if you just watch his, uh, his ball control, every time he nabs the ball, he always grabs the ball with his hands. Just feels like a very controlled receiver, uh, which would be great in a contested catch situation, but he's pretty small. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, the, the height, not a problem, but again, it's just the frame. There are so many question marks. I'm probably going to, uh, like you said, for on Kadarius, Tony, especially for where he's being drafted. I feel like, uh, we're, we're grabbing him a little bit earlier than I, I would like considering the number of question marks. Um, I don't know. I, I'm not, not a huge fan, really fun to watch, but I don't know that it's going to translate to fantasy.
1: Yeah, again, let somebody else draft him and kind of struggle with the ups and downs. Because I do think there's going to be some big ups in the NFL because he's just so supremely gifted with the football in his hands. But the week-to-week production is probably going to come and go. And if he's not hitting big plays, uh, you, you're, you're probably not going to want him in your starting lineups.
0: All right. I'm in agreement there. Everybody, let us know what you're doing with Kadarius Tony. Let us know your thoughts. Over at Locked On Dynasty. Give us your dynasty trades. Don't forget, we're going to do the trade of the day. Please be sure to check back in with us uh, as we continue our rookie profiles. This is not the end of the road. Hmm. We've still got a long way to go to get through all of these rookies to get you prepped for your dynasty rookie drafts. Uh, but that'll be it for today's show. And please, everybody, be sure to subscribe. Leave us those five star reviews. Uh, on your friend's phone, on your mom's phone, <laughs> any phone you can grab, leave those five-star reviews for us to help others find the show. Uh, not your league mates, because we we don't want them to dominate in your rookie drafts. But we'll 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 spread the love around the rest of the dynasty community. Ryan and Matt will be back tomorrow, Tuesday, to help you build the ultimate fantasy football roster. We'll see you on Thursday.